I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The winner of Big Brother 2020. This is the hardest decision I've ever had to make. My heart belongs with someone else. You come to my beach, eh? Your game's done. Welcome to another episode of Reality Is. Now, here's your hosts, Liz and Shane. Welcome to Reality Is, the podcast that shares with you all the tips and tricks to land yourself a spot on a reality TV show. I'm Liz. I was the winner of The Mole in 2005 and Livingstone in 2016. And I'm Shane. I was on Big Brother 2020 and I didn't win. You needed to envisage that more than sleep in the house. You yes. should have been like meeting yeah. Sonia. Yeah, getting winning, the getting the check, balloons coming down, confetti falling, oh, that sort of stuff. Can you imagine? Yeah. How do you reckon you would have handled that moment if you did win? Oh, I would have spoke better than Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Shane, first up, I want to talk about backstories. When you go for a casting, have a little think to yourself, what is my backstory? Because backstories are crucial to reality TV. Do you know what I'm talking about here? Yeah, definitely. Like having your own personal backstory, that's what uh, intrigues people and that's what will keep you going a step ahead of anyone else in the game going for your audition or your casting. What do you think was your backstory? What did the producers grab about your story that they could then push you onto the audience with? I think it was being a marriage celebrant and not only a marriage celebrant, but a father, a male and doing the first same sex marriage in Australia, the women. Uh, Yeah, I think that was a big sort of draw card for them. I was different. I stood out. So yeah, definitely that um, unusual sort of job for me, being a male, a father and doing the same sex marriage in Australia. That was, uh, yeah, it was a big thing for me, I think. Isn't that interesting? Because I've known you for a very long time before Big Brother. Mm. I would have thought you'd be the perfect person for the house because you're so social you've got the biggest smile you could ever see your teeth like <laughs> hit you from a mile away with that glow but when you say that it's a no-brainer for me of course yeah you're a male marriage celebrant which bucks the trend because traditionally that was a female job married is the first same-sex wedding mm. incredible great backstory so have a think about that i don't know what my backstory was in the mall i think back then i probably was unique in the same way that i was a competitive surfer in a male-dominated sport. Mm -hmm. And so they would have thought, you know, young female in a male-dominated sport, obviously she can give... It's good the competition to run for money, <laughs> run for its money. So, but your backstory doesn't need to be elaborate or made up or fabricated because you would be amazed that people out there are happy to hear a backstory that mimics their own. A backstory can be something as simple as the fact you're relatable. You've had some loss in your life.
your life. You've had some struggles in your life. You've had no struggles in your life and you've had everything handed to you easily. That can be your backstory. So just know what it is that makes you relatable to someone else or interested to an audience and be prepared to go into the casting and discuss this or or know it when the producers are questioning you. Producer Brad mentioned something really interesting before we started filming. Brad, what do they call reality TV in New Zealand? We've referred to them as docudramas. Docudrama. Mm -hmm. What comes to mind when you hear docudrama? (laughs) Docu's a truth. Yeah. Drama is entertainment and... And often far from the truth. Yeah, a nice collaborative mix of both docu and drama. (laughs) Similar to reality TV, reality is real, TV is not so much. (laughs) Would you say that you had a real experience on your reality TV show? Me? Um, Yeah. Uh, Well, to to a point... Watching watching the the edit and watching the show back, it's um, easy to see where the edits are because they can't film or show twenty four hours a day in the Big Brother house. But yeah, you can see where they are, do focus on drama. For me, doing the mole back in two thousand and five again, it was to some degree the start of reality television, and I found that show very real. Mm. So when I hear people who've had a reality TV experience these days that they think um, has been fabricated or you know edited, I guess I'm. I'm lucky I avoided that. That being said, I remember there were three episodes in a row where we just kept losing challenges. <laughs> I looked at the producer and I'm like, this isn't good TV. <laughs> like, you're making these challenges too hard. Haven't you thought this through, idiots? <laughs> so, but it was real. If they told us we had 45 minutes to do a challenge, we had 45 minutes to the clock. I think back then they were more concerned with being sued by contestants for calling it reality TV and doing something that wasn't real. Yeah, our our, our challenges went for hours and hours as well. I remember one challenge in particular where we were standing in the rain holding water in a bucket with our finger so it didn't rush out all over us. Um, but yeah, it was really like pissing down rain, teeming down. Most people think like the rain was actually fabricated or nothing. That was real rain. It was really cold. And we we're really out there for about six hours just holding our finger in a bucket. So the producers yeah. were rubbing their hands like we couldn't have planned this better. Oh, it sucked. It was so bad. But yeah, we were all there. So sometimes um, even though they don't show the six hours, it did go for that long. And you can see the fatigue on the uh, contestants' faces when we finished finally. Yeah. So today's chat is a lovely lady from Farmer Wants a Wife. Shane, you know her better than I do. Yeah, Mrs. Liz Jelly, uh, another wedding celebrant, lovely lady, and uh, she's from Farmer Wants a Wife. Why don't you tell us a little more about her? From the beginning, it's been the Nick and Liz show. I signed up for Farmer Nick, and then I came along. Really? You're going to leave? I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I wasn't annoyed, because I was. So we're cut from the same cloth, this next guest to me, as we're both married celebrants, kindred spirits in a strange way. Liz Jelly has recently been a personality on the latest Farmer Wants a Wife series, but has always been a country girl at heart. You can find her at Country Wed by Liz if you're after a good celebrant and I'm booked. Free plug for you there, Liz. Liz was born and raised in Brookfield and never left. She now has a few acres out there and loves it. Liz gives us a bit of an insight today about her show experience as she only half filled out her application for the show and the producers contacted her. Liz is funny, honest, and straight to the point. These are qualities that I admire. She's definitely one of the best celebrants and people I know. So here to give us her experience on the show is my mate, Liz Jelly. How did you find out about the casting, Liz? Well, it obviously came around on Facebook as they, you know, as they're doing again now with this next round of Farmer Wants a Wife. And I had probably at least... 
20 people tag me in it saying, Liz, you have to go on this. So that was it. And I actually never really intended to do it. It was an accident. I started an application. Um, I didn't finish it, but they found it and they asked me to finish it. They actually sent me an email and said, we've, we've seen your started app and we like what we see. That is incredible. Isn't that interesting yeah. that they really mm. thoroughly go through so many of those online applications? Yeah. And it was like the head of casting that contacted me directly and was like, yeah, we would really like it if you would finish it and submit a video. So I did. Yeah. I think honestly, from the start, I, I felt like it was the celebrant thing. I think they just sort of went, this girl's a celebrant. How cute will that be on the show? So let's put this like, it was, it was fated. <laughs> what kind of questions do they ask on the online application for Farmer Wants a Wife? A lot of, uh, obviously, are you willing to move to a farm? Um, what is it about farm life that like appeals to you and that sort of thing? Because I do think they genuinely do want people that will actually move there in the end. Um, so a lot of it was around that. A lot of it to do as well, if I will be open and speak up in conflict, I suppose, because they want to see if it's going to make interesting TV, because they did say they will put people in together who might clash personality wise, you know, to create that drama. Can and I ask why you didn't you know, finish your application? At what point did you go, okay, I'm just going to leave it here? I just, I never really did it like seriously in the first place. I think I'd had a few drinks. <laughs> I'd definitely been drinking. I'd had a fair few shows. And I thought, you know what, this will be funny. And then even, even after they contacted me and everything kept going through, every step of the way, I kept saying, I'm not doing this. There's no way I'm putting myself on TV. I am not doing this. And then I think once I actually got accepted at that stage, you just feel kind of flattered that you've gotten through to that stage and you think, oh, well, I might as well do it now. Like just another tick in the box of Liz's crazy life. <laughs> <laughs> and I take it you did want to find love. Yes, absolutely. I saw um, Nick's video the day before I went and did the group interview. And so before that, I actually didn't know who the farmers were. And I saw Nick's video and his was the last one. And until I got to his, I actually was going to pull out of the um, interview because I didn't see me being with any of the farmers that were there. I mean, they were either too young or um, the only other one that was older um, has already had children. And as we all know, <laughs> I, I want to have kids because it came up every two minutes on the show. Um, and then Nick was the last one. So that was it for me. So from the start, I only ever applied for Nick for like, just for him. Was that gold as well? The fact that he had a winery and you don't mind a sherbet here and there? Look, it could, it could have been better. He could have like brewed rum or something, but um, <laughs> well, you know, it, it actually was a big thing too, because I had to look at how my life would fit in with his life. And being that we are, you know, both celebrants, where do we love to do our job? We love to do it at a beautiful place like that. And I could just see so much potential. And he and I talked a lot behind the scenes about what we could do as a couple with the property, like with the, you know, um, getting more events there. And because and my background's in events as well. So yeah, I mean, all of that did come into it. And as many people gave me grief online being like, oh no, she's looking at it from a, a point of view of her business. It's like, well, firstly, I'd lose money <laughs> going down there for sure from Brisbane. And secondly, I'm sorry, but that's something you do have to think about in a relationship. Can you make it work? Can I, you know, have a life of my own outside of him, you know, a professional life and that. So yeah, it did help. Yeah. Absolutely. 101. Like what, you know, what is your passion in life and not losing that just because you're yeah. going to shift yeah. spots to a relationship? How we drink a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Too much wine, maybe. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How long was the casting process and what was the next step after your online application? Okay, so the online application, it wasn't too, it was only like a week or two after that, that they sort of, we were backwards and forwards with emails. And then I got invited to the actual group one in Brisbane. So, because I'm in Brisbane. So we all went to the group one and that was very early December. It was literally a couple of weeks after that, that they called me and said, you're in. I knew I'd gotten to the next stage of, because at the group interview, they actually, there's a whole bunch of you and then they turf some of you out and take some of you on to the next stage then and there. And then you get contacted by phone and then you have to go through the psych checks and the police checks and all that sort of stuff. Isn't that interesting? So it wasn't very long. That is the exact same process as my audition for the mole 15 years ago. The online application, straight through to cattle call casting in a Brisbane hotel, eliminated in the afternoon or whittled down to a little group of one-on-one quick chats. And then three days later, the phone call, you're on the show. So things do move quickly. Yeah, so I knew before Christmas and we started filming early, mid to early January. So it was all very, very quick from there. The one thing I didn't get was the psych test. And Shane and I have discussed this in previous episodes because, of course, Shane applying for Big Brother in 2020 did have to do a psych check. With the psych Mm. check and medical check for Farmer Wants a Wife, did you feel comfortable doing this? I did. And I did get along very well with, um, with the guy that we had. We had the same um, guy for the whole show, just, you know, checking in on our mental health along the way. He asked a lot of really good questions. 
but the same token, I did feel like there were some people there who I kept thinking, how did you, it sounds horrible, but who were telling me about their life problems and stories. And I kept thinking, how have they put someone this fragile on the show? It really did concern me that they hadn't been psyched out. I was about to say triggers because when, um, for reality TV, if you can get a trigger off someone and they're easily, they can, they can get a rise out of someone really quickly to get that trigger. That's how they sort of can get some, I guess, involvement and yeah. people are like, controversy, look, which is, they're crying. Yeah, which is really, it's sad. It's really sad. And I also felt like at the end, especially after the show was went to air, and obviously like my experience on the show wasn't too bad. It was watching it later and seeing how terribly it was edited and how they manipulated it. And I felt like they sort of like throw you under the bus, but then they throw a psychologist at you as a Band-Aid. And it's like, well, instead of doing that, maybe you could just like not try and ruin my life in the first place. <laughs> That would be really nice. Do you know what, though? We are so harsh watching ourselves back. There's definitely tips and Mm. tricks that producers do. But at the end of the day, I think we are the most judgmental on ourselves, maybe even more judgmental than other audiences. What would you say to the producers out there who say, we can't put words in their mouth? It still comes out of their mouth on the show, what you see in edit. Oh, I talked about this recently in an interview. So on my final date with Nick, for example, we were sitting in the hot sun and we had to sit in the exact same position, obviously for for cutting and editing. And we were there for so long. We were burning. It was really hot. And because everything we said, they were like, this isn't good content because we were just talking like a normal couple. And eventually we both said to them, just tell us what you want so we can leave. So we just gave up and we just said, we just spat out what they asked us to say. And um, that was very frustrating. Yeah, it was very frustrating. There you go, hey? Mm, hey. A little behind-the-scenes <laughs> secret. So when you found yes. out that you had been cast on the show, you got that phone call, where were you yep. when you uh, got the phone call or the email and who was the first person you told? I was downstairs at my work where I am now and I um, I got the call and I, I ran into a meeting room downstairs and I was shaking and I told my boss that I was applying for the show because he's also a very good friend of mine and he could see me through the window and he was like, oh, here we go, Liz is on. <laughs> so I didn't actually tell him. He just found out through there, like seeing me and I called my mum and I said, mum, I'm on Farmer Wants a Wife and she goes, of course you were. There was no way they weren't going to cast you, which I thought was an interesting thing to say. But she was like, Liz, you're a celebrant. You, you know, you are an outgoing person. She was like, I like, I knew from the start you'd get in, whereas I had so many doubts about it. So yeah. highlight of the experience, Liz. Got to travel so much and meet some really amazing people, you know, because we were m- moving every week. And unlike the other seasons, we actually, you know, got to have those cocktail parties together and stuff like that. I've made some amazing friends, um, particularly Justine um, from Neil's Farm and Maddie, because they're both girls in Queensland as well. So it's like the proximity wise and, and we've um, all three of us sort of copped a bit of um, slack in the in the comments and stuff like that. So being able to have those people to support you and get you through those hard times and, you know, help each other out, that's probably my highlight. If there was someone thinking about applying for Farmer Wants a Wife, but they are hesitant because of that exact reason about social media influence and backlash these days, what advice would you give to them? Don't do it. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I'm, I'm a, I'm a tough cookie. Like I'm like a, I consider myself to be a strong person to sit there and watch mainly women have a go at me for saying to somebody that I want to have children and making sure I'm on the same page as them, something so deeply personal, which the amount of 
horrible things that were said about me after that particularly I just remember like being just so upset and if you don't think that you're going to be able to handle it then just don't put yourself in that situation because they don't help you they don't protect you they don't delete those sort of nasty comments unless you make a really big deal about it which we did on a few occasions and yeah it's it's rough it's rough and it's hard not to look at them and it's hard not to read them yeah you're right I think um, people do get over invested in some of these reality tv shows and take it as a grain of salt everything that's done and they don't believe in the edit they can't they can't see that as as people that's why this podcast is so crucial for people to listen to Mm. so they can get an insight about what does actually happen behind the scenes so they might be able to stop this may stop a bit of that trolling i think you know because people will Well, i keep referring to it as unreal tv because it's it's really my experience certainly what you saw because the whole thing with me and Nick was obviously it didn't work out in the end, but what you guys all missed was actually quite a lovely relationship that built up. And to be honest, a lot of the reasons why it failed was to do with the fact that we were both like so stressed. And like Nick said to me afterwards, I don't know who I am anymore because I've become a construct of what they've made me. And then he was trying to like starting to doubt our relationship because he was like, well, was that real or was that fake? So like, and he's a tough cookie too. And and he was, he was crumbling and he was like in a really bad spot about it mentally. And I mean, I can tell you that how many times since this show has gone to air or, or waiting for it to air that I've just had complete meltdowns. It is really, really tough. So yeah, if anyone wants to do it, just make sure that you're, you're tough enough. I guess the difference with the format of Farmer Wants a Wife and similar shows such as The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, you are dealing with real emotions of the heart. Yes, yeah. So it's yeah, a little exactly. bit different. I mean, I really did like show. this guy. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing as well. Like, I didn't go into it as like, Shane, you would have got in with a strategy. Yeah. Um, you know, how to play the game and how to win the, win the game sort of thing. I went in with my strategy was no strategy, be 100% purely myself. And unfortunately, I feel like that worked against me in the end. It really disappoints me to hear you say this, Liz, because I watched the show. I adored you. Yes, children oh, reported. <laughs> to me too so I don't understand it I also think that I need to be here right now and look at you down the zoom camera and say we hear negative comments a lot louder than we hear positive ones and people yes. are much quicker to write negative comments to people than they are to jump online and say you're fantastic you're great oh my gosh I'd totally marry you totally absolutely because I was getting people dming me on instagram and stuff saying Liz I love that you said that but nobody was saying it publicly sort of thing um and because all the public statements, all the public comments were all just like the nasty ones. So, yeah, and it is hard because if you talk to people, they're like, we actually loved you on the show. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. But, yeah, you, that's not what I was reading or seeing. And, yeah, it, it really hurt. Like it was really horrible at the time. Okay. You have to emotionally disconnect from these comments. <laughs> Give them no mm-hmm. further thoughts because part of the reason yep. you are on reality is is because we actually considered you one of the most loved reality TV contestants on this year's shows. So put a big smile on your face. <laughs> Be grateful for all the uh, free alcohol you got yep. during your season. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. He's good wine too. He's got good wine. So it was it was pretty good. <laughs> That's social media though. It's oh, a double-edged yeah. sword, isn't it? Like You get the good with the bad, the pretty and the ugly, yeah. both, both sides. Like when you did the mole is, there was no such thing as social media or anything like that around at that time. So like in hindsight, Mm. having it now, yeah, it would be. I consider myself so lucky 
that social media wasn't around in 2005 yeah. when I did the mob. The only thing we had close to it was we had to fly weekly to New Zealand and back. And when we were in the airports, one of the other contestants who was quite tech savvy, I was oblivious, said, have you ever jumped online and read um, some of the TV forums? And I said, no. And so I, there was back when the airports used to have those little computers set up and you could pay money and you could log online for a little while. Yeah. So I logged online and I went to this TV site back end and started reading all the comments about like people thinking who's the mole and this and that. And there were some full on Liz haters in there. And it really did change my approach to the, the show the next couple of episodes after reading those comments. So I would advise anyone as hard as it is that it is going to go on these shows, if you're on them for the right reason, know who yeah. you are know yourself switch out from the outside world and you know make the most of this experience because it can be incredible don't let other people Mm. influence your experience yeah exactly exactly yeah were you paid anything over the time how did you make it work I lost a lot of money doing this (laughs) so because we had to we had to provide our own wardrobe and everything nothing was given to us and we got like a daily allowance for um, the, the days we were filmed, which ended up being, I think, every day we were filmed anyway. So definitely, and it was like 100 bucks. So it definitely was not worth, um, like, don't th- like, it's worth the experience, but I don't anyone go into it thinking they're going to make money out of it because you're not, you, you, you literally, and because you don't know if you're going to be there for three days or five weeks either. Yeah. So I just sort of had to, you know, not have any weddings booked and, and you know, tell work that I was just going to be gone for a, I don't know how long. And every week I'd send a text and go, I'm off for it another week (laughs) and there wasn't even any prize money at the end of it no no or at least send us away on a holiday or something away from the damn farm (laughs) like oh yeah you didn't even get a honeymoon like on married at first sight let's go to a farm at least you went to a winery some some other people are picking up pig shit so you're all right i know would you ever (laughs) apply for married at first sight no (laughs) would you go on it as a celebrant can we can we start a petition to get you on the show I'll go on as a, I'll go on as a contestant liaison <laughs> to talk them through it, Smart. to remind them to stay themselves and to remind them not to throw glasses of wine over each other or something at dinner, oh. <laughs> despite so would, how much you want to. Would that consist of this contestant liaison role that you've just made up? Would that just consist, consist of you rocking up, knocking on the door with two bottles of wine, just going, here you go, I'm we're here to discuss. Yeah, I'll be like, I'll be like come inside, we're going to have some sugarcane champagne, let's have a fun <laughs> deal, let's have a chat. <laughs> Let's have a debrief, vent to Auntie Liz, tell her everything that's annoying you and then move on. (laughs) The final question we ask every interviewee each week, Liz, would you do it again? I would do it again if I could do it knowing what I know now, but I will never, ever go on a reality TV show again. They kept just giving us like a thing like, look, there were thousands of people that applied. You should be pretty like, feel pretty special that you got to, you know, uh, got through. Yeah. And I mean, a bunch of those people got through and were there for three days and got sent home. Like, can you imagine if that happened? I would have been so annoyed. Oh, mate. When I, when I came in in the cage in the Big Brother house this year and the guy that came in with me left within 20 hours, I was like, yeah. holy shit, this is real stuff. You know, I don't want to waste my time like the, the amount of time wasted I'm um, not wasted but the amount of effort put into going on these shows and the amount yes, of people know, that yeah. work around you to help out with kids family friends whatever that have given yeah. up a lot for you to get there and then all of a sudden bang within and 20 out, minutes yeah. or 20 hours you're gone I'd be like oh my god I've just disappointed everybody. I'd feel gutted the other thing that's worth pointing out is just because you're cast through to the show doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get airtime no. because I've also had a friend who was on Ninja Warrior did 
the whole course, shared it with everyone on her Facebook page. I'm on Ninja Warrior. And then when the show went to air, she was a 10 second snippet of, you know how they just montage a couple of contestants who had been through the course and that was it. That's all they showed of her. On another note, I had someone who auditioned for The Voice that I knew and they showed five seconds of her song because she didn't have any chance turn. But she did the whole casting process. So just keep that in the back of your minds too, people. Well, Big Brother's filmed 24-7. There's never a camera off you, you know, and they... I feel so bad for the editors because imagine how much stuff they have to go through to actually find what content they got to show for you guys. With millions of cameras going 24-7, that would have been a nightmare. Oh, yeah. Hopefully our listeners will uh, have some insight to your fabulous personality. (laughs) Yes. If they do want to book you for a wedding, how do they go about it? (laughs) ShaneVincentCelebrant.com.au Shane. Shane voted number one celebrant by his mum. Thank you. (laughs) It does say that on my website, actually. I wrote it It (laughs) Can I add a dampener here? Your mum would be so, so proud of everything you've done. Come on. Well, not a dampener, like have a moment to say. Yes, yes. She would vote you number one. She would vote me number one. I wrote that. Okay, back to me. Stop you, Shane. My (laughs) website is countrywedcelebrant.com.au. You can find me on Insta at country underscore wed. You can also um, find me through Shane's Insta because we follow (laughs) each other. (laughs) I like how she's country wed celebrant, but she's not on a farm anymore. (laughs) I do. I do live on acreage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I live there's wallabies. Yeah. Liz, thank you so much for your time. We will be sure to to let you know when this chat is going up on the podcast apps. Can't wait. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Liz. Thanks, heaps. Bye. Bye. Wow, that was an interesting chat. It Mm. went differently to what I was expecting. Just goes to show that everyone has a different experience on these shows, so don't expect going into a reality TV show that you're going to come out loving it or perhaps like Liz, you, you, you know, you could take it or leave it. Feel a little bit almost negatively towards it. But on the same token, I still feel like she will look back on this experience in five years' time when she's not so emotionally connected to it and possibly think in some way, maybe it's just me, that she was lucky to have looked back. Because who knows how long reality TV will be around for. I don't know, Channel 7 keeps buying up everything. I think we'll be around for a long time. (laughs) Meanwhile, my job in news, we won't go there. (laughs) So if you would like to share your audition nightmare experience or whatever it was, you can get in touch with us at www.realityispodcast.com. We would love to hear how your audition went. Have you been cast? Have you tried again? Are you about to try again? Please, while you're listening to this show, to make it possible for us to keep making it, subscribe. And in the top right corner, you can also rate our show so that other listeners can find us. Share it with your friends. All this will help us be able to keep making it. Also, flick us through any questions you'd like to know about my experience on Big Brother or maybe Winstone. Liz, I don't really know too much about that. I'm sure the listeners don't either, so. <laughs> That's why I went on the show, because it was only shown in Europe. <laughs> but, um, no, you know what I might do? For our listeners, I'm going to upload all the Livingstone episodes to Vimeo and share a link 
through our Facebook page. So if you want to watch the show, you can until I get a phone call from Insight TV telling me I'm about to be sued and to take them down. But let's see how long lasts. I strongly recommend it because I have watched this series and it's unbelievable. If you like adventure, if you like Survivor, this is a show for you. It's really, really cool. So It was a cool concept. It was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. But think married at first sight, but we're already in couples, meets Survivor. It was couples thrown into a Survivor situation and battling it out to the end. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.